0: Print maps from your hunt areas. Download it today at the Apple App Store or Google Play. Hunt Stand. Upgrade your arsenal.
1: When you post hunting photos on Instagram, they get censored. When you post on Go
0: Wild, you get virtual fist bumps from fellow hunters.
1: When you buy gear on Amazon, you gas up a billionaire spaceship. When you buy gear on Go Wild, we donate to a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, and shoot. See the difference? Go Wild is a free social community built by hunters for hunters. Join today at DownloadGoWild.com, and I'll give you 10 bucks just for setting up your account. And you'll keep unlocking GoWild rewards as you share content, because guess
0: what? We like hunting pictures. Join at DownloadGoWild.com or in the App Store. The Southern Ground Hunting Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Forge. It's forged in combat and tailored for hunters. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting. To deliver truly intuitive and science based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can start your free 14 day trial today by visiting spartanforge.ai and you can use the code SOUTHERNGROUND, that's all lowercase, all one word, SOUTHERNGROUND at checkout, and that'll get you 25% off of your purchase. You wanting to know more about saddle hunting? Well, check out tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you'd like to support the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash southerngroundhunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. We offer two different tiers for our patrons that offer a solid list of benefits. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash southerngroundhunting. And now, let's get to the show. We're just, we're just hanging out. Ain't nothing to be nervous about at all. <laughs> Ron? All right. Ron. Okay. Ron with a U. That's right. R A U N. Let's go. R A U N. All right, guys, today we got Ron Wiggins. Joseph Ron Wiggins, right? That's correct. So, when did you decide that you wanted to go by Ron instead of Joe?
1: I don't think I got to decide that. I think uh, was that was a, my parents' that was your parents' think? Yeah. Okay. My mom wanted the Ron. My dad
0: wanted the Joseph. So, so. why did they go Ron with I U? I like, I don't think of it.
1: I've told this story many times, and I don't know if I've gotten it right, but I'm just going to go with it. Um, and I think my mom has corrected me on it, but it's so ingrained in my memory from saying it, I'm just going to go with it. She got it from a movie. I want to say it was like a John Travolta movie.
0: John Travolta.
1: And I want to say he was uh, in a bubble and his name was Ron. I'm not 100% on that, but that's...
0: What movie is that?
1: That's some, it's an old movie.
0: I've seen that movie. I can't remember what it's called. His
1: name might not even be Ron, but that's, for whatever reason, that's, <laughs> that's the what's memory. In your head. That's in
0: my head. So. John Travolta movie. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, we are here at Florida Deer Camp.
1: That's right.
0: It's going to be fun, dude. It's going to be a a dang good week. Um, here for the Chasing Tales... Is it an annual thing? Like, is this something that we're? I hope so. Do every this year? is the
1: first one, so I hope it's going to be the every first? year. We're yeah. going to make
0: it a thing. We're yeah. going to even if we do it like a southern. If, if Walt doesn't want to do it anymore, we'll do the southern ground chasing Tales. Heck
1: yeah, let's do uh,
0: Florida camp. So, uh, Ron is you're from Alabama too, correct? Yep. And uh, we're the we're the diehards. We're the guys who got here to camp before everybody else. That's right. Like, everybody else decided that they were going to work and spend time with their families and do all that, and we decided we were just going to just go ahead and come on up yep. or down. Yeah, come I wanted
1: down. to do a little scouting today and just get a feel for the area. I came in September and did some scouting with some guys, and uh, Walt came down, and we all climbed in his canoe, and that was <laughs> a fun journey.
0: But Was that before the motor was working?
1: yes <laughs> yeah and we all had to paddle and we seen like 50 gators really yeah Dang. it might have been more i don't know but it was a lot and uh yeah
0: so we'll be sure not to not to share anything about where we're at or what we're doing but or like i guess we're, we're deer hunting yeah um but would you try to just out of respect for people i right, know a right. lot of people um Especially in Florida, man. People are so tight-lipped in Florida. And if we come out of this thing killing a bunch of deer, you know, I think
1: uh, I'm gonna change my name to Ron. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, is this the first time you've ever hunted in Florida?
1: This is. Okay. This is my first out-of-state hunt ever.
0: And you went to Florida.
1: That's right. And I'm gonna kill a buck.
0: So tell me, Ron, <laughs> you uh, you haven't been like doing this style of hunting forever you kind of grew up doing like dog stuff right
1: yeah dog hunting i was raised on not
0: hunting for dogs hunting with the use of dogs yeah yeah uh <laughs> yeah
1: my dad owned uh like eight or nine blue ticks and uh yeah he was he had some good dogs and uh it was fun your your heart gets a pounding once you uh you're on that stand and uh you hear those dogs going and uh when they come by you i mean it's just it's intense and It sounds it's awesome. fun. it really is i love it Um,
0: it always sounded fun um like i've hunted i've hunted pigs using a dog i've never hunted deer using a dog but i mean it it, obviously it wouldn't feel like the same sport it would feel like something different totally different yeah it is but it's still fun it sounds sounds fun anyway yeah and all
1: the stereotypes that i've heard within the past four years i guess becoming uh totally opposite uh public land, mobile, mm-hmm. by myself, hunter, or whatever. Um, i never seen any of that. Really? So, And I grew up doing that, so, yeah.
0: I, I've hunted Florida a couple times, and on the public land areas, I think that's where the – when they're running dogs on the national forest and stuff, I think that's, like, where the stereotype kind of comes from. Maybe it stems from that. I mean, it was rough, man. I mean, these guys – out there, sitting out there, drinking beer. Yeah, on a forest road. I've heard that. Yeah, and I maybe mean,
1: I was a kid and I just didn't see <laughs> you it. You didn't know. You <laughs> thought they <laughs> were just drinking. Maybe water. they were doing it. <laughs> yeah,
0: they probably <laughs> were. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you're a you're a patron of Southern Ground too, which is pretty cool. Yep. And uh, so, thank you for that. We don't really talk about it. I don't talk about it much on podcasts. I do like a little short thing about it, and uh, I haven't really pushed it too hard, but. Uh, I will say that coming up this summer, once deer season's over and we can kind of focus and and bring things back in, the uh, the Southern Ground patron uh, or Patreon, we're gonna try to really kind of just unroll it uh, pretty heavy. So I'm if excited. You, if anybody's listening to this, Ron was the. I think you were the number one.
1: That's right. I want. I called my wife. I was like, text her, called her, blew up her phone. I was like, babe, I uh, I just found out Parker created a, a Patreon. Nobody's uh, joined yet. I want to be the first. And uh, she was like, yeah, go for it. I was like, sweet.
0: So, it was like the first week. Yeah. It was like the first week I did it, Yeah. and you were the number one. Yeah. And so, uh, like, I'd had that Patreon set up, and, I, like, I just have this weird feeling about, like, self-promotion. And, yeah, yeah. And, like i don't know like i walk- listened
1: uh but i i watched your content for so long on youtube it was one of the things that got me into um learning public um and getting out there on my own and doing it on my own and so yeah i mean you put out great content and stuff and uh i just wanted to support it i want to be a part of it and uh same with Chase and tails you know it's you You get this brotherhood this this virtual deer camp, mm-hmm. and it's it's awesome,
0: yeah, it is cool, it's really neat. I enjoy being able to keep up with all you guys, and we're gonna get into that because uh I kept up with your season because we were doing Marco Polo and all that stuff uh you had a killer deer season this year, especially for a guy who just started hunting public land recently. You're figuring it out, you know you came from dog hunting roots, you're figuring out this stuff in in the south which is a hard place to do it in and you went out there and you're getting it done you killed your first kayak deer yeah uh this year you killed man you killed you had just a great season so uh so tell me a little bit about the type of places that you're hunting um as far as terrain and uh like vegetation you know like like out here in florida we got palmettos right like that's right palmettos and thick like gallberries and you know in some places you got pines and stuff like that. What's yeah. it like where you hunt?
1: All right. Well first off let me say I'm not good at vegetation and knowing the names of it and all that. So um just figuring it out. Yeah. 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 Um I mean it's flat land. I mean it's it's the south, it's swamp. It's uh it's just uh it's thick. Are you dealing privet, with water? A lot of privet. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's a lot swampy, just uh, some places it just depends on where I go I mean where I killed my first deer this year was I've never been there it was a different place um, uh, and how I got to do that was through uh, buddy mine Brett uh, from chasing tails and that's another avenue that got me into getting my First deer and kind of getting ball rolling. Yeah. that's my first year ever killed in October, and uh, that was awesome. That's but, a uh, big deal too. It was to me. People yeah. don't understand in the yeah. South,
0: like in the South, our our seasons are just different. In Alabama, like your ruts win, like not like right now,
1: uh, end of January.
0: End of January. Yeah. So you kill a deer if you if you your ruts in Jan end of January. So let's say that. It would be similar to somebody killing a deer in Kentucky in like, uh, crap, July. Yeah. If if you, like, the deer movement is kind of the same. It's hot. You're you're in, yeah. s- way down south, so it's and, mosquitoes. And where I went
1: was um the season opened early October first. Yeah. Because where I live it doesn't open till October fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when I killed and I you know uh my wife posted saying ron got him a deer or whatever and uh she had people messaging her saying don't say that the game will come out to you it's not it's not october 15th yet (laughs) so yeah i have that happen
0: every year man when i kill deer early october yeah and people just don't know the rules and uh oh oh dude the, the tennessee velvet hunt there's people in tennessee Who do not understand the regulations around their velvet hunt. Yeah. And so I like put out videos. I don't know if you saw the one where Adam Cruz killed the big velvet buck, Tennessee Velvet, last uh, two years ago. And I had people like, no, you can't do that. That's illegal. You broke the law. Nah, bro. You didn't. You just don't know the rules in your own daggum state. Wow. So, but what you did was a big deal. I mean, killing your first deer in October with a bow on public land. Like that's pretty cool. So I'm interested to know your, like, you're not a new hunter, but you're new. It it is a new ball game. Really, it is. Yeah. So you're you're new to the to the whole situation. So I want to know, like, as a new public land hunter, you're self taught. You're learning it. What what's like the most valuable thing that you've done to help yourself grow?
1: Hmm. Um. It's not gear. Thank I, you. I thought that was the way, you know, uh, first year or two, and it's time. Time is the number one thing. Yeah. You got to have the time. You got to put in the time. You got to scout. You got to find the fresh sign. It's all about time. Um. That's it. Yeah. That's my number one thing. Just I mean, going. Yeah. You got be to be in there. You got to get out there.
0: That's that's good. I think a lot of guys get discouraged. I I have lots of time to de- dedicate to whitetail hunting. Yeah. Uh, I I used to, um, not not get jealous, but I used to be like, man, why does Catman kill so many turkeys? You know, and the the reality is, Catman is a great number one. He's a great turkey hunter. Yeah. But he's become a great turkey hunter because he's got the time. You know, he's out there during turkey season. Catman is there. Yeah. And uh, I actually heard bring up Adam Cruz again. He uh, he posted something one day, and he said, if you want to be one of the best turkey hunters, you need to be not married, don't have kids, and don't have a full-time job. <laughs> like, those are the guys who are the best turkey hunters. It's the guys who are the best deer hunters. And so I think, yeah. you know, a guy like you, you're a working-class guy. You have a full-time job, um, you know, but you, you've you prioritized figuring this out. You, you've you yeah. made this your kind of your thing and your quest to, to go out and do it. But it's easy for people to get discouraged. They see somebody like me who has a lot of time to dedicate to deer to deer hunting. And they're like, Man, how come he kills all these deer? He must just be so good. And it's like, No, I just go a lot. I'm just there. Yeah,
1: I went three years without killing a deer. Whew. Yeah. It was it wasn't good. And you didn't and, quit. And I it wasn't because I was and I had a lot of mishaps. You know, I'd uh shoot at a deer. Had a buck. Uh, two years ago and it would have been my first public land deer and I I shot him he was like 10 yards away from me I just we were walking parallel I just happened to look over in the thicket and he was walking right next to me (laughs) yeah and I shot him with my shotgun and he dropped and I started screaming like a little girl and then uh I just I I walked over to him and I was like okay he's I'm gonna give him just a second I just kind of stood back and Kept thinking, well, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't put another round in him, and uh, I didn't. He got up, ran away, and oh, worst, one of the worst mistakes. In
0: was he a big one? Yeah,
1: he wasn't a big one, but he was nice for me. I mean, I was, yeah. I was, yeah.
0: Jeez, I've heard of that. I always double tap, dude. Oh yeah. Well, have you ever
1: That's a, that's a lesson I learned by the spike I killed this year. When I seen him still kicking, I was like, all right, I got to get down, I got to get over there. <laughs> And I got to put another one in them just to, you know, to, I don't want them to suffer and I don't want them to run off and me not find them either. So,
0: so have you seen zombie land?
1: Zombie land. Yes. So it's, a great it's movie. Woody yeah. Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, that's what like they, all the rules pop tap, up. Right. Yep, and yep. double tap is one of them. Like, yep. You always got to double tap them. Yeah. And unless I see the deer fall down dead, like yeah. if they try to get back up, like, and it, and it screwed me on my buck in Texas, because I thought the shot was far forward, yeah. and people, when it, once the video comes out, you'll see what I'm talking about. I shot. I thought the shot was too far forward, and I knew it when I pulled the trigger. That I just got too antsy and whatever. So when he dropped, he he was kind of like picking his head back up again. So I shot him again, and it it tore up his guts. Mm. And uh, but I mean, man, you I can't to. tell you how many times <laughs> I've I've had so many deer drop and and they're just like like maybe on a shoulder shot or something like that and they drop and then they get back up and run off and i never find them. Yeah. And i just don't let like yeah. I, That's crazy. It, with a bow? Yeah. No. God, if i get another chance to put an arrow in them yeah. again, i'm going to do it.
1: Yeah, i missed one this year. Uh unfortunately she stopped but uh she was too far out of my range so. Yeah. Uh, but it was still a cool experience.
0: But. So so you've had great season yeah a great season by any standards how many deer have you killed this year three all on public yep all of them on public land
1: i've only hunted private um once this year my wife's boss has some private and uh which is you know it's out of the uh it's different it's what i'm was used to before i started hunting public um which i kill deer all the time not saying it's easy but you know, you can hunt her or feed her or whatever, and it um, depends on the situation. Yeah, too. yeah, and I have no problem with that. But for me, it was it was wasn't fun anymore. I wanted a challenge, and boy, I got one because <laughs> I went three years without killing a deer. So, yeah, yeah. and I could have went back to doing that, and uh, yeah, I just stuck with it. And
0: you're a rare breed, though, dude. Like me and Walt talk about you a lot. Like if we could recreate. A million people. I don't want to recreate a million people just like you because probably lose out on some of the spots we hunt.
1: I can get one of them to work for me, though, and I can hunt full time.
0: Yeah, That's true. Um, but you, like, you, you're the guy who, when I talk to you or, I mean, like, the things that, the, the stuff that we're putting out is for the the people like you. and And, yeah. and I appreciate it because... It's not a secret. I've I've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times. I've had people in the past couple of years that um, they listen or they watch and they try to figure out the, pl- the actual places that I'm hunting. Yeah. And going in there and trying to kill a deer in those actual places because they figured them out. Yeah. And that's not what you're doing. You're you you said something the other day or uh, earlier today that that's not what you want. If you wanted that, you would do something totally different. You might yeah. as well just go hunt private land. If right. all, if you were after a kill, right? If if yeah. all you wanted to do was kill a deer, yeah, then you could do that somewhere else, and it'd be a lot easier. Right. But you're not looking to do it. You want to challenge challenge yourself to be a good deer hunter.
1: I want that. I want that feeling. Yeah. You know, because I I can kill a doe or um, something on on private, but I, for me personally, I don't get that feeling as when I do it on public. So, um, I, I got a lot of errors in my the way I hunt, and I got a lot of room to grow, and um, I need to put more time in. And I, even this season, I'm like, all right, going back, I need to do this or do that, and uh, put more time into actually scouting. And uh, I'm writing this stuff down, and uh, when the off season comes, I'm gonna reevaluate and have a better game plan going into the next season and i think that's what's helped me is i just i keep growing each year yeah and and it's
0: obvious i mean uh, we've like i said we talk about it a lot we talk about how you um you can tell like you're 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 listening and you've invested money right or like you've invested money a lot of money in like doing patreon yeah with with different groups just trying to learn you know the. But the, I
1: lo- I mean, I love it. I mean, it's yeah. my passion. Yeah. It's, yeah. How old are you? Thirty-five. S- Thirty-five.
0: Yeah. No kids. No kids. Yet.
1: No kids. You're not ever gonna do it. <laughs> no, me and the wife don't want them. So. Yeah. Uh, and.
0: I think your wife is who told me that at the deer expo. Oh yeah, she's
1: the she. She's like no. Yeah. <laughs> she's always no
0: no no no. So. Yeah. Man. I, I, I like hunting, man. I can't. It, it, it's it is. I like. I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't think if.
1: I have so many nieces and nephews. Like I have. Five, eight. I mean, we have like between me and my wife, we have probably fifteen, sixteen at least. Dang. Nieces and nephews. Wow. We got plenty.
0: So I mean, you can have all the cuteness and watch them grow up, and, and then we can send not them not back. ever have to pay for them. Yeah. Or. But then, who's gonna wipe your butt when you're old and decrepit? And- uh. You know,
1: my wife always um, brings up this uh place in the. Margaritaville.
0: <laughs> you girl gonna go live in the villages? Yeah, in Central Florida.
1: She always brings that up to my dad. So I don't <laughs> know. it sounds pretty good.
0: And and par- I guess your y'all's parents aren't like needing any more grandkids, right? Sounds like they got not my of... dad's
1: side. No, my mom has kind of hinted that she wants. Well, she just got a new baby. Uh, this past year, but uh, our new grand uh grandchild. So. um but yeah, I think we're good. Her f- side of the family, she's a little bit younger than me, so they're still, they're about to pop out some more, I'm sure. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I think we're good.
0: So, you, so you, I mean, this isn't a family pod, like a family podcast, and talking about your family yeah, life yeah, or anything yeah. like that. But, but it is a, uh, it is cool to see a guy who I thought you were a lot younger than that. I thought you were like 25.
1: God, I wish I was uh, 25, man. Yeah.
0: So, like, it is cool. It's hard for a guy in his upper thirties to totally change the way he's hunted his whole life and, and be okay with the process and, and growing and learning new things. And I mean, you feel like you probably in the moment, you probably felt like you wasted those three years, but here you are now. And it's like, no, that was all part of it. It
1: was. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, the buck I killed this year, um, the first spot I ever hunted on public was the exact same spot. Yeah. Uh, different tree about maybe 50, 60 yards, but still same spot, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. So That is cool.
0: What are the things you're looking for? Like what, like, like obviously you've probably at that point in time when you first found it, you're like, eh, I don't know. It just looks like a cool spot. Um... <coughs>
1: i don't even think i had onyx at the time i had i think scout look or something
0: yeah hunt stand i think is scout look yeah it was the same thing
1: yeah i I didn't have it was yeah i don't remember which one but um i don't know there was two trees that stood out to me um it was alongside of a creek and two trees stood out um that were gray looking i was like okay well those must be oaks (laughs) so i'm just gonna go and set up right there and uh, the oaks were between a road and a thicket, and uh, I walked up the creek, uh, instead of just walking the road and then walking in, I walked up the creek, because before, previous, I did some scouting, walked that road, and there was some deer uh, bedded on the other side of the road, and uh, so anyways, I decided to walk up that creek, and uh, I could get in there quietly, and not disturb the thicket, so
0: yeah sorry i'm trying not to make noise are oh, you good um so you found so so you probably found a hot feature then right like if, if without even really knowing it because you found the oaks
1: yeah I, I don't think those oaks were hot at the time but in that thicket there's like some small saplings and that's what they were feeding on so yeah yeah
0: that's it, it's interesting like I, I have a spot. I don't know if you've ever heard me and dad talk about, uh, kill Hill, um, is a spot that I hunt, that I've killed a lot of deer off of. Um, people listening to this probably have heard me talk about it. We both killed plenty of deer. It's just a go-to spot. Yeah. It was where I killed my first ever public land deer and I just kind of stumbled onto it. You know, it was just like, I set up there and it was like, Oh, there's a buck. And I shot him. He wasn't big. You know, he's just a tiny little six point. And, uh. And then I killed my second public land buck there. Sweet. And so then, I killed my third public land buck. Uh, probably a hundred yards, hundred fifty yards away from there. Um, but then the next year, I killed two bucks there. Like, and so then I started figuring it out. Like, okay, why is this spot so good? Why why is I, why do I keep killing bucks here? And that's when I started putting the pieces together. Yeah. And I think like that moment. I lucked into it the first time. Yeah. Right. I, I just happened to go up and set up in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. And I lucked into it. But what it did is it, it brought me, like, it, it goes back to what you talked about the time. Like, the most important thing that you can do is go. Yeah. And you can luck into places, and that's great that's when exactly, you do that. Yeah. And. And then you start putting the, like yeah. you start putting the pieces together, and then you start becoming a student, and then you can replicate that.
1: That's where I'm at right now. The other yep. places, yeah, that's exactly where I'm at um, right now. Still putting the pieces together here and there, but uh, slowly starting to come together.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's so cool, dude. I love seeing that, and I love seeing other people. Um, I've been talking a lot about thermal hubs. Like I've been a guest on a couple different podcasts in the last week or two. Um, talking about thermal hubs because I've had good success on thermal hubs. And the feedback that I get from people is always, well, crap, I've been hunting thermal hub my whole life. And I didn't know it. Yeah. And so now they didn't know why that spot was producing so much. But now yeah. that they've kind of figured it out and either heard about it through a, a form of content, like what I'm doing or whatever, Yeah. Uh, they they start yeah. to figure those things. You start to figure it out and then that's where you start growing and um and so like your growth like you said it goes back to going being there hunting as much as you can maybe looking into a spot like what you did like oh look a gray tree yeah that one looks different than the other ones you know and that's fine like that's that's how you start that's how you start figuring stuff out
1: yeah and the um the doe i killed uh um uh with the kayak my first kayak deer um i've hunted this spot uh this would have been my third time the other two times every time i see deer but I always mess it up i'm not set up right so this this time and i only hunt it once a year um i could probably hunt it more and be fine there's a lot of deer in there but uh i only hunt it once a year um and i just came at it a different way and i just i waited till daylight to set up in a tree instead of setting up in the dark i was like you know what i'm just gonna wait till daylight every time i come in here i set up in the dark and i always (laughs) pick the wrong tree so i'm just gonna wait and it just happened to be the right tree i mean as soon as i got set up the deer were right there 20 yards or 30 yards
0: using the kayak do you use water access a lot where you're at
1: not a lot um i want to do it more um but uh uh i love it i mean it's awesome
0: yeah yeah did you get the moment like where you were?
1: I didn't because of I gut shot it and didn't find it till the next day. So, Okay. But it was still awesome.
0: But you got the meat.
1: Uh, oh yeah, you I got, got the, the meat. meat
0: off the deer. All that was good, but eventually you're gonna get that moment where you're just yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah. You you'll feel it whenever you yeah uh, have it on the boat and it's like
1: which it was still there. Um, I mean I did a polo with it and I was yeah. still excited, but um. One day I'm going to upgrade my kayak over there and uh, where I can actually... that's yeah, like a...
0: <laughs> it'd be tough to get a deer on there. Yeah. You might be able to get one of these little Florida deer on there.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Um, I bet you could. Which our deer aren't much bigger. Um, South Alabama. But anyways, yeah. Um, I packed it out and... Um, I don't know. It was fun.
0: That is cool. Packing it out is fun too.
1: I want to like put one on there. And, whew, I saw... Uh, I got a... I don't know if you can see under the uh life jacket there's a uh um uh, <laughs> a raft. Blow oh, a blow up raft. Yeah. And I, what I figured is I just blow it up yeah. and tie a rope to it and just pull the pull deer behind out. me. Yeah. That'd work. But uh I forgot my battery powered uh
0: Yeah. So it'd all be lung power if you did that.
1: Actually I brought one of those now, Pump you, ones.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Could you get a boat into the place where you're thinking about hunting at?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: So I was. If you kill one back in there, we'll just we'll just roll the boat over there.
1: Oh, you yeah yeah. Oh, you talking about this trip?
0: This trip, yeah. Or is that just like a soft uh, kayak launch?
1: There's a place 35 minutes away. If uh, I may go Friday morning, um, depending on how tomorrow goes. But um, <clears throat> I don't know if you can get a boat back there or not. Uh, I kind of just went to the launch today and looked around just to make sure the water <laughs> wasn't high and uh, the current wasn't bad. So uh, I don't know, I'm gonna give it a shot Friday morning. We'll see. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: you got more balls than I do, man. Cause I know about I, like I, I I don't know much about gators, and I don't want to know much about them. Yeah, like <laughs> I I just prefer them to stay away from me. I know that it would creep me the heck out if I'm paddling down the river i'm not worried about one killing me i'm just not i don't yeah. i mean people kayak and this stuff all the time yeah i'm not concerned about it but i'm worried about my reaction if i see one underneath the surface of the water underneath my light oh i don't no yeah. desire
1: it's when they pop up like five feet from you
0: <laughs> yeah and i just i don't yeah. want that
1: which florida um when I came over here early uh, in September or whatever, man, there were so many gators. Um, I'm used to gators back home, but not as many over here, not as much as there is over here or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe i just hit one over the head with a paddle and they'll go on. I don't know.
0: I've got, so I've got a boat now, which is pretty cool. Um, and I wanted to have this boat before I came on this trip because yeah just and I'm glad I did like I hit so many spots today scouting um let's talk about this trip alright what's your like this place is tough yeah. it's a tough place like what's your plan going into it
1: uh yeah I'm still I mean I'm still like debating on where to go in the morning honestly yeah. I got a couple spots picked out but uh I don't know I'm I'm kind of waiting to see what what's the pressure going to be like yeah um And uh, I don't know. I'm going to kind of go just kind of wing it and see what happens, I guess.
0: Well, that's one way to do
1: it. (laughs) I did a little bit of scouting today. I mean, the spot I picked, it looks like there's some good sign in there. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping the pressure will push the deer to me. And uh, the deer are supposed to be rutting from the guys that hunt this area. So we'll see.
0: I I've scouted probably... I don't know, seven spots maybe, eight spots today. And just just play I just was going up the river and finding places. It's it's so monotonous. Like there's not a lot of habitat changes and hard edges and there's no terrain. It's pretty much just the same stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. And so, at least as far as the map is concerned. Now once you get in there and you get in the woods, you can with your eyes, you can start seeing. M- maybe not like habitat changes, but edges at least, like yep. where it goes from being thick to maybe a little more open. Yeah. And and there's some creeks and like small sloughs. Yeah. That I felt like a lot of the deer were concentrated around. Like they were using that as their edge. Yeah. They're using the edges of those creeks. Yep. And so I, that's something I found on in flatland, like this. Mm -hmm. like swampy type stuff if there's no terrain and it's all kind of the same vegetation type those any type of change like that is is a good thing and i definitely found i found some wore out trails almost shot a deer today in georgia like really close to shooting a deer it just it was too thick and i couldn't get a good good shot at it yeah um but i did see i did see a couple and it's all Good sign. Found some scrapes and a few rubs, so I, I'm really like honestly, I'm probably gonna get out of the boat and set up right there on the edge of the water because that just seemed like the concentration the sign that I was finding. Yeah. Just walk walking the edge of go. all that water because that was the chain. That's the that's the hard edge, you know. Right. That's about as hard as an edge as you can get. Yeah. Water to land. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I, I really imagined it being like four or five of us here. Right. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I was like, oh, we'll record a podcast there. Yeah, I was but like, uh, I, what? What? It, it makes it a little bit easier yeah. for us to to do an episode, especially with what kind of what you've talked about, and you know, you you having a good season and just starting to figure this stuff out, and yeah, so and I'm I hoping I my it,
1: season's not over. I want to kill. I got two more buck tags in my pocket for Bama, and then I got you know
0: five in florida
1: yeah a few days here in florida hopefully we'll see what happens
0: yeah i think you'll i think you'll get it done man
1: yeah it'd be awesome
0: (laughs) i cannot wait until you guys listening uh you probably hear a bunch of people there's we're staying in a campground right now there's a bunch of people running around all over the place So i don't know i don't have my headphone amp so i can't actually hear how loud it is (laughs) in the background but if you can hear it sorry about that but It sets the mood. Yeah, yeah. Right, Kids yelling.
1: It's camp, man. This is my first deer camp with people, so I'm excited.
0: That's pretty cool. You got the dang setup, too. You went all
1: out. I know. I pulled these off my pool deck, and (laughs) we don't ever use them, so I was like, I'm going to put them up on my canopy here.
0: It's perfect. Yeah. I wish I was staying in this campsite.
1: Yeah. Now if I can just learn how to build this fire.
0: It's going now.
1: Yeah, it is going now.
0: It's moving a little bit. We'll be all right. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up, dude.
1: All right, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely.
0: it. That wasn't too bad, was it? Not too...
1: <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I'm a little nervous, but uh, eh, oh, who knows? Maybe somebody will get
0: something out of it. I yeah. think they will.
1: Maybe. I hope, I
0: hope so. Yeah. Yep. All right, dude. Let's go kill some deer. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. As always, a big shout out to all of our partners. That's Go Wild, Spartan Forge, Tethered, New Canoe, and Scree Gear. You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Make sure you check out southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, hats, t-shirts, stickers, stuff like that. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember this, God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth, so go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.